Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Jane. Hi, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, a movie that both Jane and I thought was about being a lesbian. <laughs> uh, yes, God, yes. Not, you know, explicitly or totally about being gay. Um, but first, Jane, you had something to teach me. I asked you a question <laughs> before we started to record. About yeah, Olivia I did, Rodrigo. I did a lot of research um, <laughs> to come prepared to this podcast to explain to you what the Olivia Rodrigo documentary is going to be. Actually, I sort of gave away a lot of what I learned because I thought it was an, I thought it was a fiction movie, but I learned it's a documentary about the making of the album Sour. Wait, wait, is but did she record it? Wait, but she recorded the footage already. That is or a great question, and I, as I just mentioned, there was rumors that she's an industry plant, and if this has all been recorded, that is further evidence. Yeah, what's your relationship to, like, um, that kind of content where it's just, like, celebrities on the road, like, kind of candid-ish, mm. candid but staged? I love behind the scenes everything. That being said, I feel like the only one of these I've really watched is the Taylor Swift documentary. Which I really liked. And I feel like it was a cool... Like, it wasn't... You're right in that it like sort of was fake. But you did learn a little about her. So I like that. Yeah, it. I feel like even outside of documentaries... I, f- I felt like maybe K-pop started at first. There's just like some celebs that just like put out random like YouTube videos or like Instagram reels where it's just like them on the bus or something. <laughs> like... <laughs> One of the celebrities that does that a lot now, who's not a K-pop artist, actually, is Ariana Grande, and she has one for every tour, and they're called, like, for the Sweetener album, it was the Sweetener Diaries, and she just, like, Mm. makes random YouTube videos that are, like, mishmashes of her life. The Sweetener Diaries. (laughs) (laughs) The artificial Sweetener (laughs) Diaries. Oh, my God. I'm not introduced yet. Um, I was going to say one thing. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, there's something very romantic about, like, the tour bus life. Like, I follow one person who, Haley Blay, who's a musician, and she makes tour life seem so cool. Like, she goes and buys a van, and her friends have tattoos, and they have fun dyed hair, and they don't need to wear makeup because they're so pretty. Um, so yeah, it seems cool. Yeah, I really like, <laughs> did you ever watch the Selena movie? Yeah, I had J. to in, in it high school oh <laughs> huh i have to um that was forced that's like a fun because she like also has a fling with like or she falls in love with like one of the band people so like that's like a fun one too and her dad's like no 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 this is what happens when you're uh getting into showbiz i personally i don't love like being like on a bus for like that long so all my bus experiences i've been car sick so that's the thing it's not actually fun like, sitting in a car for eight hours is terrible. What do you think? Do you think we're going to watch the documentary? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I feel like that's an easy thing to have on in the background, because at, at the very least, it'll have nice music that I, that's recognizable. So you know what I mean? So I'll, every so often, I'll get a little gem. The listeners might want us to, like, really dig into it. Oh, um, I see. Dig into it as a rich text. I'll be honest. I have a feeling that there's not going to be that much to dig into. 
Well, you know what I mean? There's always something. Actually, maybe our guest can tell you that. I feel like our guest is good at reading into like anything as a rich text. Do you want to introduce oh, our guest? I can. Okay. I actually didn't ask for your bio, so I'm going to make one up. Walter <laughs> is my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can read so well. <laughs> He's very good at reading. Also, um, psych, everyone thought we were going to do Tall Girl 2 <laughs> this week. Wrecked. Wrecked. him. Um, we're going to do it. You just won't know when. Sorry. Um, Walter, we've already asked you what type of teen you were, mm-hmm. um, but we'd like to ask for your second time on the pod. What type of teen did you want to be? This is a hard question. And like, I think my cop out answer is I wanted to be the cooler version of the teen that I was. So like I wanted to be kind of like what Jane was talking about on the tour bus. Like I wanted to be cool dyed hair, tattoos, hardcore punk band guy, but I think the way that I was, I had to have that only as a fantasy, and I had to also be a goody goody. What was your What was your family's attitude toward tattoos when you were growing up? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it, like it was kind of like I mean I don't think anyone ever said tattoos are bad, but I can remember my family goes to uh, the beach every year, and that's like probably when we spend the most time with each other, and I can remember like. Somehow tattoos came up, I guess, because we were at the beach and probably saw a lot of people like, you know, at the beach without their shirts on and stuff. It was all a lot of nude people. Bodies Um, in space. Yeah. (laughs) Beach bods. Beach bodies and beach spaces. (laughs) But we, we, um, uh, I can remember like my cousin being like, I think even my friends that think tattoos are cool, they regret them now. Oh my God. This is bad news for me. (laughs) I have to go to the beach in three months and... I will have many more tattoos than the last time they Yeah, but Walt, Walt also has tattoos now. It was fucked up. I, like, didn't want to roll up my sleeve around Christmas time. I, I was like, maybe I won't show my extended family my tattoo. <laughs> and? They saw it and it was weird. They were like, oh, you got a tattoo. And I was like, yeah, I didn't want to say anything because I thought you all wouldn't approve. Ha, ha, ha. And then they were just like, hmm. It's okay. My mom, I'm almost 30 and my mom was like, the first thing she said when I showed her my first tattoo was like, how much will it cost to like get that removed? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> or she's, she sort of said it as like, you're going to want to get it removed someday. And I was like, no, I won't. Um, but um, that reminds me when I was um, right, right around finishing veterinary school, um, I actually went to Japan with Nate and one rule there at the... Um, the like baths like bathhouses where everyone gets naked and goes in like the hot bath together um you can't have tattoos or you're like not allowed in some of them because they consider tattoos to be like gang signs um Um, and nate had like a little one on his torso so he just hid it until he was in the water Ooh, i like that that's really terrifying like i would be so nervous (laughs) in case you were mistaken for being part of a gang no, to break the rules. <laughs> I would just put a big, humorous, like comically large band aid on my but thigh. But then it'll get wet, <laughs> and then it'll like float to the surface. You know how band aids and honestly, pools, like, just like float. It out. was nerve wracking to know that we were breaking the rules, but also like once you get there and you're like naked with many other naked people, your mind is just overwhelmed. So <laughs> by penises. Wait, um, when I told my dad I about my first tattoo, he said, "You have the rest of your life to regret that," or something <laughs> like that. Love it. Thanks, parents. 
Yeah, super supportive. I want to say a quick hi to Jane's mom, who's probably still listening at this point of the record. Hi, hi, Jane's mom. Um, I was going to ask, what is our relationship to Catholic school kids or Catholic school? All right. I'll say, and I might have talked to both of you about this before. When I grew up outside of D.C., I went to public school, but... My good friend had a neighbor who went to this big Catholic school in D.C., Gonzaga. And um, so we became friends with, like, this group of Gonzaga boys who were all, like, they were all the punk rock kids of their Catholic school. So we fit in together really well because, like, they were very buttoned-up goody-goodies, uh, but punk rock. And so I was like, oh, people just like me. <laughs> um so we went to like warp tour and stuff together or there's like some free summer shows you can go to in dc um and so i think when i was in high school i was like maybe catholic school is kind of fun (laughs) and then (laughs) and then i went to college and met all the freaks from catholic school (laughs) who like they're like you know would always be wearing like their shirt with whatever saint and a picture of a football on it oh damn there's like yeah, I feel like you got like two options in Catholic Saint school. Saint Branding. <laughs> Freaks Saint or punks? Branding. Yeah, freak or punk. Jane, did you know any Catholic kids or like have a Catholic school nearby or not really? Not, I mean, we definitely did, um, but I didn't have a lot of interaction with them. The big thing was that I think in middle school and high school, there was always a wave of kids who would stop going to private Catholic school and come into the public school. Not like mm. a huge amount, but there would always be like, you know, two or three. Um, but no, I never I never interacted with those girls. Um, you know, they don't Why? like my kind. They don't like my kind. <laughs> no, just kidding. They were blonde. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. Honestly, that's, yeah, that's more explanatory. Um, it's, it's, I think, a little different. So I, um, as the listeners know, I grew up in the Philippines and because everyone is Catholic, everyone can sort of like choose how Catholic they want to be. And yeah. also most schools you could kind of see as Catholic schools. But mm-hmm. I did go to a very Catholic school, like Catholic private school that was like part of like the Opus Day like, um, faction within the Catholic Church, um, which has its roots in like Spain and potentially some fascist people. I don't know. Um, anyway, but... I it wasn't a school that had nuns as the teachers, which is also I feel like a a type of Catholic school. Like our uh. teachers were like normal teachers, but we did have like a priest who was like the only male like teacher or come to think of it, maybe even like staff member like in the administration there. Um, and so that was like the him? chaplain. No, he did. <laughs> um, no, this is not about me. There was one. <laughs> There was one priest, so it changed while I was in, like, middle school, and then the second guy, the priest it changed to was, like, loosely related to me, was, like, you know, I don't know, second cousin once removed or something. Did you but get horny for him? He was also, no, he was also um, very Santa-esque in appearance. That's like, horny. He for just a lot looked. of, <laughs> there's a lot of layers to Santa, you know. Belt, coat, pants. He's bundled boots. up for the cold. You know, now that I've said that, like, he wasn't even, like, it wasn't a beard thing. It was a vibe. Wow. So are you telling me that, like, a svelte, (laughs) no shape, wait, what is it called? Beardless (laughs) young man reminded you of Santa? No, no, no. He wasn't beardless, but also I think it maybe part of it was the laugh. Like, he had a laugh that Uh almost was a ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Okay. It was like a ha, ha, ha. (laughs) 
Um, it was not like this like cool guy like in the movie. This is like a really strong. He has to, to to get Santa Claus when you don't have a big beard. You have to put out a huge vibe. Yeah, so. yeah, or a lot of gifts. Mm-hmm. Just like a lot of gifts. Mm-hmm. Gifts? Oh, gifts. <laughs> <laughs> um, my other follow up question Gifts? was: Has any of us ever felt horny in a house of worship, like while at a church service? Absolutely. Oh, Walter's thinking. I'll go. I was part of multiple religious youth choirs and so of course i was constantly horny because there was just that was where most of my crushes came from jew jewish crushes presbyterian crushes and it all took place in either the synagogue or the church so constantly Mm. what about you um i personally would sometimes see my crushes at mass Mm -hmm. but I would say that this might be even pre, like, knowing that I'm horny. Does that make sense? Um, And then, like, past that, I was, like, no longer living in the Philippines, sadly. I wasn't horny in the Philippines, basically. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) It was too hot. Everyone's everyone's horny there. Um, I (laughs) do remember that something, one of my friends had, like, this huge crush on a guy that was always, like, the... Um, main like altar boy or server as they call it um and so he was the guy that if you've seen people like taking communion in like a catholic mass there's like a guy that sometimes like puts a little plate under your chin so that if for some reason the 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 body of christ falls it doesn't fall on the ground it falls on his little plate and he catches it and so she had a huge crush on this guy that was often that and he was pretty hot and so like we would get excited if we came to mass and like he was the person doing that duty because then he had to put a little plate under our chin. Wow. That's very horny. <laughs> I, I, I must have cause I, but I stopped going to church when I was like uh, 13 or 14, I think. But like, you know, you go to someone's wedding, everybody looks good. You get horned up. You riled up. <laughs> In your what? formal attire? How, how sure. many weddings did you go to when you were 15? Oh, I mean now. Oh, that's okay. different. We're, we don't oh. mean horny for your partner. <laughs> okay. Or your partner's friends. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do remember um, one time I went to I went to a wedding as a teen actually, and um, one of our one of our it was like a a horse girl a fellow horse woman's wedding, <laughs> and uh, um and we were just excited to see all her relatives so we were like a little i have been horny at a wedding i guess as a teen i do feel like the romance of weddings can be horny for adults sure yeah but for kids it's like so boring um i enjoyed wearing a dress and i wore a little like bolero jacket i remember (laughs) (laughs) um okay other question i have for you guys do you have any um knowledge of this lead actress at all because you don't Mm-mm. watch Stranger Things. Okay. We are not a Stranger Things household, but I know you live in a Stranger Things household. Yes. This is Natalia Dyer, who is like beautiful Nancy Wheeler from Stranger Things, who in the beginning is hooking up with Steve and then is now and ends up um, with the guy that she's actually the actor she's now dating, um, Charlie Heaton. And she is awesome. Like, I think she's a great actor. She's also 
teeny teeny tiny she's so she's very small (laughs) she's teeny tiny and it's obviously apparent in this but it's also apparent in stranger things because like they try to make her look even younger Mm. i would say they try to make her look 15 maybe or 16 so um she's very teeny tiny she's like 27 28 i think wow um and she's from nashville and i'm glad that she has a lead role in a movie good for her yeah she's great I think she uh, works perfect. Yeah. I think you would like Stranger Things. I don't understand. <laughs> well, sorry. Y- you're going to have to live with that because- You would maybe- Actually, you would maybe watch it just to see her. <laughs> I watched the first like 10 minutes of it and I couldn't do it. But like, I mean, I probably would like it. I, I You know, you listeners, you know the things I like. I would say you might be bored with like the kids, but like hot for the teens. That's hmm. what I'll say. <laughs> what is the distinction there? Because <laughs> there's like children in Stranger Things and there's also teens in Stranger okay. Things who are like kind of helping helping the kids out and like acting as sort of like surrogate adults in situations um, and getting mm. horny for each other. Um, anyway, I'm excited to talk about this movie. And um, one last thing I'll say is that I don't have my Catholic school uniform anymore, but I do know a really cool girl who kept it and cut the skirt into a mini skirt. Wow. And I wish I was that cool and also that I could still fit into a skirt that I fit in in high school. Um, so that's, you know, that's the kind of cool girl I knew. That's kind of like I had a uh, tuxedo for band, for concert band. And uh, I would wear that on New Year's Eve for a few years after I graduated high school. It's probably the same. It was like a really cheap, like fake tuxedo. (laughs) That's pretty intense, though. Yeah. Were you like the conductor? No. No, everybody wore that. Everybody wore that, and it was like a clip on bow tie. That's intense. Jane, should we jump right in? Yes, we should. It's year 2000 in the Midwest. Alice goes to Catholic school where she's taught that sex before marriage and masturbation are sins. Her best friend Laura is a dick about how Titanic makes her horny. Alice sort of has cyber sex with a stranger online, but doesn't know what she's doing. A rumor spreads that Alice tossed the salad of her classmate Wade. Alice doesn't even know what that phrase means, but the rumor makes it way to the teachers, and Alice is prevented from serving at mass. Alice confesses to Father Murphy about disobeying her parents, but keeps her guilt around sexual desire to herself. He assigns her penance, which she completes immediately, the judgmental voices of her teachers and classmates echoing in her head. I've never heard it as tossed the salad of someone. I didn't know how to. Okay, here's the thing. Obviously, you the would salad say of tossing Wade's salad, <laughs> but I needed to introduce Wade. Yeah, I guess I could have said tossing tossing Wade, comma her classmates, comma salad. You, you tossing the Wade. salad, tossing the salad, accompanied by her classmate. <laughs> she could have said. In comes Wade, of whom, of which, <laughs> the salad of which, of whom she is accused tossing of tossing. The, sa- the salad belonging to Wade. <laughs> um, Wade salad. Um, I was going to ask, when you were a teen, were you like a microwave or a conventional oven in terms of horniness? I actually do mean this. Oh, I was immediately thinking like what I used to, to Say, cook, and I was like, no, "My uh, wait, this is the analogy taco, they have in Cos- the movie. Costco taquitos. <laughs> <laughs> this is the analogy they have in the movie that boys are like, boys are like microwaves, and girls are like. I had to like ask Nate to repeat it because I just like got lost. Hmm. Boys are like microwaves answer? that you can just like turn on. 
I think I was a microwave. I feel like I, I feel was like a microwave sure. too, or like in between the two. I definitely wasn't like when you're a kid, not you know, when you're younger, it's just like yeah, pretty fast. Decent. I agree. I feel like I was a microwave, and I would say most people are microwaves, but <laughs> the difference being like, is the microwave plugged in or not? Like, are you in the mood or not? Did you like that? That's so wise. We are Very all wise. we are all microwaves. Can I just say that um, we actually initially watched this movie with friend of the pod, Kaysen. Yes. Oh. And he grew up in a much more religious atmosphere than I did. And he said that they use that, that um, <gasps> analogy in his school. Maybe like maybe slightly different, but like essentially the same thing. And it was crazy that they, it's you're like, oh, that's ridiculous. But they actually it's real. Yeah, it's so specific. I would say that it could be you could change the analogy and use it for positivity, which is that yeah. you tell people like you can cook a taquito multiple ways. <laughs> It's true. It's true. And it's better if you crisp it up in the oven. You know, if you, if you want it to be hot, ready, and and you, you leave it, it, you finish up and it, you get burned, you know. Hmm. I'm not sure where you're going with that. I was going to say you can put a lot of different items in the taquito. Ew. Okay. Um, <laughs> first of all, what? No, I wouldn't do that. Um, I do like, I like the start of this movie, although I, I think I kind of agree that some things from this movie seem like to me Protestant coded, and then some are Catholic coded. That's, That's really my take. That's my take. I would not know the difference. I got to be honest. I don't know if this is along those lines, but like my high school was a public high school, but we did learn abstinence. Whoa. We learned like a lot of things, but they were like, but. The only way to be sure you won't get AIDS is to never have sex. But the yeah. thing is, that's correct. And like, yeah. they also taught us that. I mean, it's like, it's true. The only way to certainly not get pregnant. Yeah, non-zero numbers. I think what I mean is that like, the vibes of like, I'm a friendly, cool priest. And I'm going to talk, I'm going to get on your level and talk to you like this. To me, like, that's not Catholic school. But mm. I also don't know if it's like the U.S., Versus the Philippines, like maybe Filipino like Catholic priests are just like scary or Santa like apparently. I don't know. I do <laughs> like um I like the guy who makes a joke about spilling his seed. That guy mm. definitely fucks. That guy fucks. <laughs> that guy fucks. Well he at least he at least spills. I feel like the beginning is really good. They yeah. they do a lot of very quick establishing shots of just the suburbia and like pieces of the school that feel very I don't know. They just they you just know exactly where you are, and then like the main character yeah. Alice has stickers on her binder, so you know that she's a child. Um, yeah, and I don't know. It just and then you have the part of her eating all those snacks, which I wanted to talk about. She eats pop tarts, Dunkaroos, cheese puffs. It's incredible. Again, she's very small, so I have questions. But um, she's just having the time of her life eating snacks and going on chat rooms. And my questions to you was like, first of all, what snacks were you eating? Because I didn't have any snacks in my class, in my classroom, mm. in my house. And what was everyone's first screen name? Uh, that one is really, oh, this is so embarrassing. That Good. one is really easy. So um, I used to type in horse crazy, but put multiple R's so that I yes. would be the first one. Crazy. And I would start with three. And if that was taken, I would just add one and keep adding. <laughs> I like that there's so many, there's, there's, Hundreds of horse crazy girls, <laughs> horse crazies throughout the land. Do you know your record for most R's? Um, probably only like five, but that's oh, like still that's like a lot. And I also know that I had the first 
um, Gmail that was just simply the words horse crazy at gmail.com. No, no spelling uh, difference. You could, you could I start was a that business. early on Gmail. No, I already gave it up to like spam email and shit like that. But for oh, a while, yeah. my grandma thought that it was still my email. Just Sometimes fine. you just have to let the, let your email address like return to the earth. <laughs> well, what, yeah, exactly. Return to the clouds, multiple clouds. <laughs> um, what were your screen names? My so my first one was Twirl Girl JRG because I twirled a baton, but I quickly got rid of that one and I moved on to Aries Angel Baby ninety three, which I like that checks every box of a first screen name. You know, baton twirling is like hot, right? Like that's hot. Okay, well, well uh, not when I did it as an eight year old. Walter, what was your church, screen name? Though? That's hot. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm trying to remember which one was first. I think it was. I made up uh, like a curse word with my friend Daniel for like instead of like bitch or something, we made up like yakmo, and so my screen name was "You're a Yakmo." That's so cool! You're so creative. It's really cute, cool. actually. It's, it's so that you could be. It's so that you could not call women bitches, right? Because you're so feminist. That's exactly right. <laughs> you're exactly so right. before your time. Yakmo actually means you should run for office. <gasps> I uh had some teen era snacks that like I I like specifically remember eating when I was like going through puberty and I would just have like bursts of hunger like depending on my cycle and also just like what can I sort of like get that sometimes I just like wanted something savory I don't know but I used to sometimes there's like a period of time I would come home and like immediately after getting home from school eat a whole cup of noodles which like oh what a good life but also like what a snack like what a sit down snack like that's not a snack you know Mm. um but I would just whip through it yeah for you for you nothing's enough wait we have to go back yakmo means you should run for office you can't get away without explaining this I was making a joke about it, like <laughs> it, like women should run for office because I, as if I made it up to respect women like extremely mm. deeply when I was ten. Okay, twelve. Oh, okay, okay. Um, should I- we cut me explaining this? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's staying in a singing. So so legit snacks. When I was really young, <laughs> I would eat matzo ball soup, which wow. makes me sound so much more Jewish. Than oh my I god, really we am. both have like soup snacks. I it was right after work, and I remember the person who cared for me. I had like a caregiver at this time. She never like heated up the balls enough, so they would always be kind of cold on the inside. Cold balls. Oh, you don't and want then, those balls that are cold. Probably the least healthy thing that I remember eating was Elio's or Elio's pizza, which is basically like candy pizza, and it's so good. Like I have the sauce no idea is what sweet. that is. It's no just a frozen pizza brand, but the sauce is so oh, okay. sweet, and we never had chips. We we my parents, as I've said before, were into the no fat craze. We had those like no fat devil food cookies that were so sad. <laughs> For me, I think I think it was goldfish most of the time. But mm. I can remember sometimes it was Classic. Milano's, and I can remember eating Milano's, chewing them up into a mush, and then spitting them out onto a Dorito and then <gasps> eating that together. And I thought that was like a prime delicacy. <sighs> that is so. Fucked up. <laughs> you were you were so creative. You know what's cool. You know what's fun though. That could be like person. a high like high art like foodie type snack. <laughs> yeah, it's the bird craze. You just need to, you need to plate yeah. it on like a massive plate. Yeah, <laughs> and then maybe put like a twig on the plate and then give it to someone like, and be like, it's one million dollars. I was thinking the table people sit at is a bird's nest. 
And then I, you know, peer You're over the them bird. and You're I the... kind of spit it into their... <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, sorry. Where where we have to go? We're gonna we're gonna write up a proposal. Do we do we think Titanic is horny? Or did Absolutely. you did you at the time? Yeah, of course. See, okay, my thing was that I felt at that age that Titanic was like horny for adults, mm. and I wanted to see like more. Like it's it's wild to remember, but when Titanic was like a VHS in our home, I was like. Those people are too old for me to be horny, which is crazy because yeah. we're a little, I guess we're, a li- yeah, we weren't exactly her age. Did you ever see Titanic? I saw that when I was in high school, like late, like it was already kind of too old to be seeing it. Um, too old? Or I mean, I'm sorry, like it wasn't a popular movie anymore by the time uh, I watched it. But I do remember <laughs> I watched it with my high school girlfriend and her mom came down to watch it with us. And then the sex scene started and my girlfriend was like, uh, I have to go to the bathroom and just oh. left me to watch the sex scene. No. With her mom. She was masturbating. What a yuck. Maybe she, <laughs> what a she yuck. was a yak mo. Yeah. For sure. no. Damn, get she needs right. to run for get office. Right, Jane. How about um, you? Get her. Mostly Titanic is sad. Look, it's yeah. so fucking yeah, sad. It's so sad. <laughs> Crying, remember, jerking off. I watch it at a. <laughs> sad is horny. <laughs> I remember watching it at a sleepover and all of us being so fucking bummed. Yeah, <laughs> just like remember. we thought it was gonna be fun. <laughs> My parents watched it one time on this like little TV we had in the kitchen, and I remember like I probably was supposed to be asleep or something. We came down for water, and I was like, "Why are they blue, mom?" Oh <laughs> no! Like, oh freezing. no! That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So I like I like the detail. The reason I also wanted to say Titanic is that, like I like that detail dating the movie. I do think the movie does a good job of it being yeah. 2000. And also the computers, obviously. Oh, yeah. And like the way the computers look. Um, and like the clothes are like detailed without being like distracting, which is nice. Um, although I guess she's in uniform a lot of the time. It is hard for me to imagine like how like innocent and sheltered she is because um, to quote a movie with another Catholic schoolgirl in it, in Ladybird, like they're also getting abstinence education, and they're like a little more grumbly about it, kind of. Um, but I guess we're supposed to be like, no, this is the girl that like believes all of it in the start. Yeah, and she doesn't have the internet, like as as severely as anyone who lives now. Yeah, right. But it seems like compared to her peers, maybe she is because she's going into those chat rooms, taking those quizzes. But she's the only one who doesn't know what. Well. They probably most of them don't know what tossing. Yeah, I was wondering if like everyone salad. was like avoiding. Everyone was like avoiding it because they don't know. Because it's really funny that like everyone's like, you know what it means. <laughs> well, I was just thinking one thing we don't see is very many like we see the boys as like they're very like peripheral or like there's one scene where they're like it opens up on like these two dipshits like playing the game where you lock your fingers together and try to like separate your just like playing some stupid hand game fun and it occurred to me that, and then there's that scene where the guy when they're taking the pictures like what'd you have for lunch not salad um and it, like it occurs to me that i wonder if like i wonder if maybe the boys have a world where they can be really raunchy and it's like freeing or funny or goofbally but it's like never used to like their best friends would never beat them up for being raunchy or call them a slut like mm. Alice's best friend does. Yeah, it was hard for me to wrap my head around Alice's best friend being like a little bit of like a cool girl social climber and like mm. a little bitchy, but like also a prude. Like that was a little hard for me, but you know, I'm sure it exists. <laughs> yeah, I I know someone who oh. 
I think I can just say his name again, Kaysen. Like at, at his high school, he told us that being the best Mormon was what made you popular. So like being more devout was being cool. And I have heard that about like BYU. I have heard of that about even like the colleges. Yeah. There seems to be an essence of the that here. Um, and at this point, it's interesting because like, I feel like who is the best friend? Is her name Laura? Laura. She could go either way at this point. For me, I'm like, she's kind of bitchy, but she also, they actually seem like friends. They yeah. could, they could, there could Agreed. be no conflict there. Um, she's also so cute and she is the star of Dating in New York, which we watched oh, yeah. and you don't remember any of. Um, <laughs> it's like a blur. Yeah. I also think that this movie is immediately funny. And even though this was a rewatch, I was still laughing out loud a yeah. lot. LOLing. One of my notes was I was like, I was more afraid of, or I was like more freaked out at how, at just like how much shame they lived with the first time I watched it. And then this time I thought it was funnier. Mm. Like it, it's a really funny movie. Yeah, I think they have really good, I think Natalia, Natalie, Natalia Dyer is like good at being like kind of dumb and like kind of a horny gremlin. Um <laughs> I do think put that <laughs> plate under my sometimes chin. Sometimes teens are gremlins. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think just the the stuff that's throwing me off. You know, like you said, Jane, like that is something in like a Mormon school. But I guess I would need a Catholic school teen to tell me if like that was normal at a Catholic school. I don't. There's stuff about this movie that I'm like that is like more Protestant to me than Catholic. That's what I'll say. But I also thought that the priest was pretty good because he's the guy yeah. from um, Beep. He's from Veep, and he also was a summer camp leader of some sort in Looking for Alaska. And it's so interesting how he made the jump from... His character in Veep is just (laughs) over-the-top gross. Cool guy. (laughs) Um, Like, wannabe cool guy, just pathetic. And, And he plays a pretty... I would say empathetic character in both of those movies. These movies, I find him to be like, he's not a monster. He just, he has misguided beliefs. Yeah. And he's truly trying to be like a cool teacher. Yeah. I have two quick questions. Oh, the first is, did you all have chat rooms like this? I think I was a little too young for the, like, I remember a chat room for me was when you just put AIM accounts of people you knew together. But you all had these? Walter, I'm the same age as you. Well, I, I guess <laughs> I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't encounter them. I was too pure I, for that. I definitely did. There was a time. It was it was definitely earlier on in the internet. But there was definitely a time where I would go into like a search engine and type in like chat rooms for kids. Oh, that's so sweet. What would like about? different chat room topics like sports and like dinosaurs, <laughs> movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I definitely had been in like old style chat rooms like this, and then that evolved into me being in like horse games. <laughs> like, oh my god! Um, which I talked about last episode. Um, somebody like hacked my account on a horse game once, Walter. Incredible. <laughs> um, when I was literally like eleven. <laughs> I was not in chat rooms. What was your other question, Walter? My other question is when she gets the, the I was going to say sects, but they're like C-mails uh, from the, <laughs> from the, from, from the guy in the chat room, from the guy in the chat room, who's like, here's some saucy pictures of me and my wife. Uh, would you ever call your uh, relationship saucy? <laughs> I think I should, but I I never would have until I saw that guy do it. To me, saucy is for like a single person and not a relationship. 
Do you agree? <laughs> Can no. you say more? Like your wife is saucy, not your marriage. Oh, oh yeah. Am I saucy? I'm not saucy. <laughs> you, you have been saucy. What's the opposite of saucy? Dry? dry. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I'm a nice dry pasta. Dusty. Hmm. Okay, let's, let's, let's move on. It. Great. Alice and Laura both go to the school's next spiritual retreat. Laura vying to get in with the popular girls, while Alice wants to redeem herself. One of the retreat leaders is hot guy Chris, and Alice is really into his hairy forearms. Retreat leader Nina gives a tearful speech about how the retreat helped her love herself. That night, while playing on her contraband cell phone, Alice realizes she can use it as a vibrator, but stops when she sees a crucifix on the wall. The next day, Alice fakes an injury so that Chris has to carry her to the nurse. Nina discovers Alice's phone, and Alice is punished with cleaning duties. Alone in Father Murphy's office, Alice logs into a chat room and asks what tossing salad means, but has to skedaddle before learning the answer. In a small group, everyone shares their struggles, and Alice makes up a story about her dog dying, but doesn't get a hug from Chris. I feel like the way they cyber in this movie like is too, <laughs> it's too many steps at a time. Like I feel like when she cybers in the earlier scene, the guy's like, I slam all 10 inches. That's like his <laughs> first move. And then- when she's when the guy wants to side with her in the priest's office, he's like, "I throw my penis between your butt cheeks." And it's just like you're not gonna, you gotta walk us through. You need foreplay. You need, you need foreplay. Cyber. I, the whole, I don't like the word cyber. Sorry, go on. The whole thing is like building intrigue. You know what I mean? That's so true. Good I job. Feel like well, they fuck it up. I agree. I also think it's funny to imagine someone like putting a penis between butt cheeks, but not going in anywhere. You're just like between them. Yeah. <laughs> well. It, it's in a very gross way when he's like, I'm Italian-American, salad comes after the main course. Like, oh, yeah. That's kind that of was, funny. That was really funny to me, especially because, like, he doesn't know that it's a teen. So, like, imagining yeah. him, like, using that line on, like, a grown woman is really funny to me. <laughs> um, my question for you all was, do you think you masturbated before or after your friends started, if you had to guess? After. Like, do you think... Oh, okay. I know you, for sure. Well, for after. sure. Because I feel like I didn't even start masturbating until I had my friends like tell me what it was. In a okay, very so you like manner. definitely talked about it and that's how you know, James. Yes. Well, how do you know? Because I remember feeling like ashamed that I like wasn't there yet and all my But like... but that means someone was talking about jerking off? Like they were like, Oh yeah, narrating? for sure. For <gasps> sure. Oh, people love to talk about but how do they know? How did you know that they weren't just like lying and pretending? I guess I didn't. I guess I just assumed. I was like, why would they lie about that? Yeah, in your gut, you feel you were behind. Um, in my um, Catholic school friend group, I was definitely the first. Nice. <laughs> really? Nice. Yeah, I told. Yeah, so I know. Proud of you. <laughs> and then you yeah, dumped Jane's, on all your friends. Dane's voice got so proud. Um, <laughs> I taught. I told them about it at a sleepover. Actually, you know how it came out? We watched um, um, Black Swan at a sleepover, and we all jerked off. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Ah! No, we watched it at a sleepover, but she she jills off <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> and I was like, someone someone like made a comment like, oh my gosh, like have you ever done it? And I was like, yeah, of course, everyone. <laughs> of course. And everyone was just like, huh? Like everyone like head on a swivel. Um, and then we paused the movie and like did story time. About, did you like, sit, did everyone you do? sit down in front of you and you like told them? Well, first of all, there are only there? like three other people there, but okay. well, that's <laughs> it's not like works. a class. Yeah. Um, no, actually we, I, what I remember of that day, we all like did not make eye contact. We were too embarrassed, but we Aww. also like 
definitely wanted to talk about it. Nice. Yeah. You got to get the info somehow. How yeah. I wish them well. I hope they all masturbated that day after watching Black Swan. Wow. Um, okay, a few notes on the movie. I don't understand why Alice doesn't defend herself a little bit more, and and maybe I wouldn't have in her position, and, like, I'm just misremembering that age, but I would have been like, no, this is so false and stupid, and you guys, like, I feel like I would have been more defensive, or at least more emotional about it. Um, she kind of yeah. keeps her shit together, but but it feels realistic. It's not, like... It doesn't stand out to me as a flaw or anything. Um, and I love hot guy Chris. He is the fiance in the half of it. Yes. And he is so perfect. Like, he's, he's so perfect. perfect for the role. Yeah. I know this guy somehow. Like, I can't think of how I know. But yeah, it, he's really good. I get worried I basically am like him when I talk to the teens at my job. Like, I'm really <laughs> worried that I'm like him. That's not a bad thing. It's because I try to, like, be pretty peppy. Ugh, I don't know. He's so likable, though. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad and you he's think hot. so. I would want it to is like really... I think the forearm stuff is so funny because of the Chris thing, but also because, like, when she was watching, like, porn... Or the porn, like, popped up on her screen... Um, in the previous part of the movie, that guy has like really fucked up looking forearm hair <laughs> as well. He looks like it's burned. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. But I really love that part because yes, I feel like in most movies, you would look at someone like Chris and it would be like muscly arms, shirtless, yeah, shirtless, yeah. chin, chin, jawline. But instead of like, <laughs> I like his chin. forearm hair, which is so... um specific and like not sexualized um do you do any of you remember being turned on by specific like non-sexual body parts when you were a teen um i can go first um when i was in high school and dating a guy who was in orchestra um he played um the viola and i really liked watching people play violin or viola i thought it was like really horny that's awesome. That's it's just so, like, a very sensual instrument. Mm. But that also speaks to your intelligence, I find. Oh, thank you, Jane. No, I think I was just really horny. I think um, it's a very, like, it's an instrument where you're, like, you're pressing your finger down and then you're, like, vibrating your whole hand. So I really think it was... <laughs> anyway. I remember, can I just interject quickly that NPR was talking about, like, the sexiest instruments and they mentioned the flute. And that really disturbs me to think about, like, think... NPR journalists just talking about fellatio. You know I what I mean? Like it. Okay, go I on. Like it. Wait, did you have a body part, Jane, that you liked? What I, the only, I mean, essentially, no, but I remember having a crush on someone who, to me, now would be, like, just not attractive at all. And so it is interesting to think. Huh. Not, not, not like maybe his personality would be to me. But, but is I mean, he just, ugly hot? <laughs> no, he wasn't any. He was nothing. He was. <laughs> he was just a person, and it's funny to think about like what I, what was it that I saw? He was horny. Him. Yeah. Well, bad, bad guess here, but I didn't really have anything like that. He just like no, big he was like boobs. boobies. <laughs> like big old fat fucking jugs. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's what it came down to. That's so scary. Um. 
I also said in this part of the movie that if someone took away my watch, my ability to tell the time yeah. as a teen, like, I'm telling you, you no, know, I would have a fucking meltdown. <laughs> like, I feel like that was a stretch. I th- I feel like they were like, beca- because in the movie she doesn't give her cell phone, but she gives the watch. Mm. I feel like they were, like, they were like, we need her, we need to have her give something else. Oh. Uh, because yeah, like, what the, a watch? Yeah. What the fuck? You can use a watch. I don't know. It's so believable to me, though. Like, I, I, I see, exa- yeah. I agree with you. But I could also totally see this retreat doing something like cute like that. Right, right. You're on Jesus time. Yeah. Yeah, and you're supposed to like, it's supposed to make you feel like you're all together because you're all sort of like, ooh, what's going to happen next? Like, I kind of get that. And like, I do think it makes you have bonding feelings from it. I got a, um, I have been to a retreat. Nice. uh, But at my Catholic school, everyone went. It wasn't like only cool kids went or something. Um, and it was not run by one cool priest. It was run by like all the same like Catholic like teachers. But I got a book confiscated um, when <gasps> going to a retreat. What book? What book? Because they warned us ahead of time that they were like, my mom was like, I don't know if you should bring like a bunch of books because like I feel like they'll want you to be praying a lot. And I was bringing two books, which is mostly for the bus ride. Mm-hmm. Um, one was like some like Anne of Green Gables type book which they were fine with the other was The Andromeda Strain by Michael Crichton which is just like a a sci-fi book but they looked at the cover was like kind of scary so they looked at it and they were like maybe not this one (laughs) oh my god but they looked at they looked at our shit before we got on the bus and then they had me put it back in the classroom and I could get it when he came back wow um yeah, but I, but people still you could bring your phone and people still that de- did get like you know secret alcohol and stuff. What um, secret alcohol yeah. at the retreat? Powerful. Yeah, because because you're staying overnight with like a bunch of people in your class. Like you're you're all required to go, so it's not just people who are really like into praying who go. So like the cool kids were definitely like I'm gonna try to bring alcohol or like cigarettes. Um, not me though. Just tried to bring a sci-fi book. Just trying to bring Andromeda Strain. <laughs> <laughs> Good book. Um, <laughs> I also was gonna say the feelings list that they have her circle her feelings on. First of all, there's like 200 of them on yeah. there. Like it's so many. But I would be circling like a lot of them. Like I was looking at the list as she was doing them, and I was like, I felt like most of these feelings like as a teen if you just say generally yeah and i want to know what they will do with that information like it feels like a one of those that quiz that you sent us where you choose what animal you are based on your your, (laughs) how you prefer to like schedule your time like (laughs) like it feels but then at the same time it feels like only one feeling matters which is turned on well that's kind of what i thought is that it was all a trick it was Uh, all a ruse to because if they handed you a paper that was like do you ever feel turned on you'd be like no good catholics don't feel turned on but if you were like i felt this and this and this and this and you'd be like well i guess i did feel turned on but i guess envious is also true yeah i think it's a screening tool for like bad feelings that they want you to like they kind of want to therapize you a little about it in a bad way like i could see also if you put on there like rebellious or something yeah. like that or like angry like they'd be like hmm like maybe we should talk to you <laughs> horny i i actually have a note here i don't think the word horny was mentioned in this Feeling part but i hate sicko mode i don't Sorry. like the word horny and i think it should be <laughs> eradicated from history oh, no it's a what would you word. like in its place turned on is better i just Horny, Saucy. horny, like I don't Saucy. like it. First of all, it's horn. It's it, it it's very. There's a lot of mouth feel when you say it. Ew. 
<laughs> I will say um, the word in Tagalog is a little bit like you can kind of use the word flirty and have it also mean like horny a little bit. That sounds that sounds like randy. <laughs> yes, yes, I would say that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but can you definitely can, can you please share us? Can you teach the us the word is, of the day? The word is malandi. M-A-L-A-N-D-I. So it means flirty, but I've heard people like make jokes and it like means horny. That's a better word than horny for sure. Yeah. Um, should we go to the the rest of the camp? Yeah. And the Chris. Let's do it. Father Murth- Murphy announces his discovery of the chat, but no camper comes forward. He later pushes Alice to talk about Wade and doesn't believe her when she says nothing happened. Alice confronts Wade about why he hasn't denied the rumor, but he doesn't apologize. After Alice sees Nina go down on someone, she tells Laura. Laura accuses Alice of lying, calls her a pervy psycho, and ends their friendship. Alice frames Wade for the tossing salad chat by putting his bracelet in Father Murphy's office. She then catches Father jerking off to porn. Later, Alice kisses Chris, but he runs away. Alice escapes the retreat and ends up at a lesbian bar where she and the owner discuss the crazy reasons they believe they would go to hell. The owner gives Alice a ride back to the retreat, encourages her to go to college on the coasts, and explains what tossing salad means. (laughs) I think at this part of the movie, I was trying to figure... Well, I mean, anyway, I was trying to figure out what was kind of real in the like ethics of care that they were all trying to perform and what was fake because i was thinking like which i think it's after she sees father beating off and she goes (laughs) (laughs) and one of the retreat leaders is like we saved you this some more and then she gives her a hug and she whispers i believe in you and i was like to do that, you have to believe on some like you're. They're not all just lying. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's they they have their care is real enough that they do that, but it's like fake enough that they won't. They'll still let people feel like shit for their whole lives for shame. You know what I mean? Yeah, because presumably there's some people there who are just like not as horny, or they're giving blowjobs or getting blowjobs, or they just like the person they're horny for is not there, and so they can just go through the whole retreat and like not have that be a complication, right? <laughs> So, like, if it's not a complication, then, like, the retreat is, like, fine for you. And you can have, like, a fun experience where you, like, kind of do group therapy, sort of. But Nina sucks. She's such a hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I struggle with. And I I struggled with it. Yeah. I'm kind of curious how much Catholicism comes into this. Because you, from what I understand, like, you can, what's it called? When you, like, you tell someone your sins and then you do something and that absolves your sins and so i'm wondering how much that comes into it but also i I, maybe that's like the lesson here is that it's teaching people to be hypocritical and like two-faced there was there was a scene i can't remember if it's her first or second confession alice's and you know the the main priest like he like leans in and i think the music even changes a little bit and he starts to i don't know what it's called but like do the blessing say a prayer and like as Mm -hmm. she's about to like leave to go do the hail marys and i wrote down that like that like you could tell that that was supposed to be real or that that was supposed to feel relieving and absolving and then in the same then immediately she's she's doing her her hail marys and you can hear the guilt literally ringing in her ears and she's reliving it and that was just like so uh evocative for me like i thought that that really communicated that hypocrisy that you were just talking about because that's something yeah. you've lived with though sure. and you're not even catholic yeah. and you're supposed to like it's supposed to be that like confession is you get forgiven by god presumably but you're also supposed to be able to say like okay i've left it 
Right. I've left my mistakes. I'm moving on. But like it's uh, yeah, like as you said, like that's not the case here because all the people are being shitty. It's also interesting that in this movie they do all their confessions without the wall in between them. Yeah, which is oh. so felt, much more. That felt like a f- yeah movie. That felt like a that felt like a creative license thing. I mean, I have no idea, but I was like, this is so much more. The narrative wouldn't work if she weren't looking this guy in the face that she then later sees totally look at porn which is crazy wait another thing i do find crazy is that and i want to ask you about your experience is when he talks to her about circling the word turned on Oof. and he's a grown man oh yeah i mean well i think like the fact that he was the one reading it is weird but i have had like priests talk to me about like sexuality before which is like insane right but it's usually not as like chill as that like usually they just kind of like skirt the topic and they're like Mm -hmm. yeah and you know abstinence right like this is what it's good for right and like it's more about like you know like you don't want to you want to like preserve like the the sanctity of the act and like you want it to be really special um but i've never had someone like say like so where you turned on (laughs) that's like that's Um, pretty intense yeah that's like crazy it i he's not like the principal like why is he i guess they're he's running the retreat but like yeah, it still seems like there there should be some like non-profit like project manager who's like, <laughs> the, the like admin person and like she like i would i would have bought it more if that like kind of pissed off teacher lady she's I in crazy her. girlfriend actually if Ugh. she had read it like that would make more sense to me like why is he reading all of them yeah she was so funny the pissed off lady first of all she's pregnant she's so good and i love that and then she just at one point um this isn't this is like a throwaway thing where they're in the bus <laughs> and like making a lot of noise and she like flings her head around and it's just like glaring at them and she's so funny she really she really ate it up she's really good she's great as paula and crazy ex-girlfriend highly recommend um yeah i think i struggled with this part of the movie too i think in general like I think I have a hard time buying that you believe you're going to hell. Like, it was strange to me that when she went to the lesbian bar, that's what she, like, focused on and not, like, I feel so ashamed because, like, all my friends think I did this thing and that I'm lying about it and they don't trust me, which to me is the bigger issue. Like, I feel like when you're, like, 16 and you're raised Catholic, I don't necessarily know if you're always, if the, like, hell thing is forefront of your mind. To me, that's, like, an earlier teens thing. Like mm-hmm. at that at that age, like speaking honestly, like being vul- being being a little vulnerable. Wrong like by that age, I, w- I was just like, I was just more like, I don't want to be ashamed. I also like feel bad that I can't seem to like control myself. Like, am I just a hedonist? Like that was more like I want. I was kind of more of oh, does this mean I'm like sloppy if I'm mm-hmm. like you know, or I'm like slutty? Like that was more of like what I was thinking of the vibe instead of like. Haha, I thought I was going to hell for, like, rewinding the Titanic. So that was kind of, I don't know, like, they could have been a little more, they could have had a lighter touch there, I feel like. Instead of just being like, I thought I was going to hell for this. I don't know. I think because I'm not Catholic, for me, it really read true. And, like, I didn't I didn't have any trouble with it. Um, Like, I was following along and I believed her. And I also feel like she is maybe a little less mature than you are, like, this does feel like for her truly the beginning of sexual awakening. I think we're kind of supposed to believe that this is where she's starting from. That's true. I did want to ask everyone, did you know what tossing someone's salad meant in middle school? And is this a term that's in vogue anymore? No way. I absolutely did not know it. But I I do think it's still used. It's still used, no. okay. I can't remember when I learned that. 
I probably learned it in honestly in like college. Wow. I feel like a fake millennial. I just want to say that in this house, we call it eating ass. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's fair. I think I learned about it because of the song, Gotta Eat the Booty Like Groceries. <laughs> There's a line in the song where Janae Aiko sings that. And um, I was like, why groceries? And someone was like, it's also a double joke because one thing people say is toss salad. And I was like, <gasps> and Nicki Minaj also says toss 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 his salad like his name's Romaine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I remember that. So it was like purely from songs that I was like, I knew people did that, but I didn't know like you could ask for it with a specific terminology. <laughs> <laughs> My question. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Walt. I was just going to say one problem I had with the advice from the sage lesbian bar owner was like, you know where maybe the most Catholic place you could go is? A small college in the Northeast. <laughs> like... <laughs> I was going to say that, too. Like, I was like, Catholic people, again, to me, that rings Protestant and not Catholic, mm-hmm. that you're telling people to get out of the Midwest. Like, yeah. I was like, there's a ton of, like, Catholics in coastal cities. Obviously, like, maybe they're in, like, a campus that tolerates them differently, but, you know, I don't know. Again, I didn't have any insight into that. I just thought it was <laughs> funny. Because it's so, it's also so broad, like... Yeah, the entire yeah. East Coast, the entire West Coast, <laughs> the East most, and West like, Coast. That's more than the majority of the population of yeah. the United or States. Like, why don't you go somewhere that has like a really open social climate, like South Carolina? <laughs> like- <laughs> oh, good point. Do we think that she's cool? I kind of think that that lesbian bar owner is like very cool, and I wish I could be as cool as her. I thought it was oh. very cool. I also thought the bartender who, <laughs> when she asked for another, and the bartender just looks at her like, no. Yeah. I yeah, thought that was cute. really funny. Was I definitely, great. I like the bar. It's a little like too convenient for oh, me yeah. that that yeah. cool a bar is there, but but I could I could deal with it. Because like, I feel like in the rural areas, it's like usually like scary bars that it are is more pretty like nice. VFW type. Like, I don't that know. bar is a little scary. Why? She walks in and they all look at her like- I've, and I, I feel like I didn't actually realize that it was like a more like inclusive like Queer lesbian bar. bar until I saw the rainbow flags. That's true. They should make the flags bigger. <laughs> I was going to say, how did we feel about wine coolers when you were a teen? <laughs> or like, what was your like wine cooler sort of like training wheels drink if it wasn't wine coolers? Never. I didn't. I still you don't know what to they beer? are. Me oh, okay, too. Okay, what okay. is a wine cooler? It's just like some sort of like half like wine half seltzer or like juice like type drink so like i guess like boone's farm is like a similar drink where it's just like it's a little sweet it's just like a sweetened like alcoholic drink that's low abv like a smirnoff right a smirnoff yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. like smirnoff ice yeah and it usually smells like or smells (laughs) it usually tastes like artificial flavoring all I know is that Liz Lemon drinks wine coolers from 30 Rock. So you're um, telling me when you guys started drinking, you went straight to like beer or like liquor? Rum and Coke. Yeah. <gasps> what the fuck? Sorry. But like, to be you're clear, cool. just just to clarify, when you say when you began drinking, like I had like a few rum and Cokes and then I didn't drink for months. Like this wasn't a, I was not cool. I assure you that. This is maybe kind of like, well, the thing is that when I started drinking, I was never ordering. For myself, because it was always like someone's older sibling went to 7-Eleven and this is what they could get. 
And so when I started drinking, it was actually like a lot of four loco. Wow. Oh my fucking God. You guys are like, you guys are like on a different level. Okay. When I started drinking, um, I drank something called a mud shake that was like a chocolate milkshake with Yum. alcohol in it. Yeah. And then um, I got really bad Asian glow and actually like a few hives and I was like, oh. fuck, I'm allergic to alcohol. But I think I was just having like really intense Asian glow for the first time. And then I didn't drink for a while. And then when I started drinking again, it was like something like a Smirnoff ice. Yeah. Because I'm Wait, a you juice would like teen. That. You would yeah. I genuinely like that. Wait, Fuck you. I will say, so my sister is six years older than me. And so she was able to buy me alcohol at some point when I was in high school. But she was very adamant that I, because of my age, I, could, I shouldn't get nice stuff. Like, so she had a very, she had a limit for like. Interesting. The level of alcohol she was willing to buy me, um, which is sort of mean, but that's okay. That's Okay. Honestly, I would I would buy people like wine coolers just to be like, what do you think of this? <laughs> this is crazy, right? <laughs> well, what were you gonna say? I, my sister's <laughs> friends uh, were the opposite with me. They would because like I was their friend's little sibling. They would not buy me shitty stuff. They'd be like, no. You're going to throw that up, so you have to pay me $10 extra to get the nice stuff. <laughs> I Is it true that, that you're going to throw it up anyway? I, like, you yeah. can throw up anything. You, yeah, if you don't. want to. I, listeners, if you want to, you can throw up anything. Do people just say that because, like, at some point the taste is so bad that it, like, makes you gag anyway? I don't know. But, like, at that point, you're right. You'll also, throw up whatever. certain alcohols like vodka, a cheaper vodka isn't that, like, it's fine. I'm sure this is different for certain alcohols. And, like, obviously, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. spending, like, not the, $3 not a on a handle, then you're in bad territory. But if you're spending, <laughs> like, $20 on a handle of vodka, you're, it's, it's fine, right? It's gonna be gross. I don't. I don't really like vodka, so I don't know. I like wine coolers. Apparently, <laughs> um, I was gonna say okay. Two things about the retreat before we leave it. One is that like the blowjob that you witnesses seems very romantic. Did yeah. You, did you see like they're like smiling cutely and like yeah. kissing very tenderly? And I think it's nice to have romantic blowjob representation. I think it's nice too. It also, in my mind, it proves that this is something that Nina has been doing many times this is not the first blowjob she's given so she's, oh, like they're dating yeah, it yeah. seems like they have some sort of relationship like it's sort of nice that she seems really happy to do it you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> that's rarely to... i feel like teens are always like ew blowjobs yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah he's gonna no you're right me. like it's this very negative it's cute that it's very romantic thing but yeah. like also because of that, why didn't they have him go down on her anyway? I, it's hard when you're standing, like for all parties, for all genders, like yeah, that's doing true. this against a tree outside. Like, yeah, way too, tree risky. Is sharp. way too risky. Also for me, bugs. Yes, bugs. I I was confused why she didn't cross herself before she started <laughs> <laughs> taking Jesus's blood. Speaking, into her mouth. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of bugs, I do think but, Natalia Dyer fits into my category of girl girl actresses who are so beautiful but in real life they would look like a bug if you like saw them in real life because they're just like so bony and like big-eyed she's she's sort of bug-like in that her head is sort of like the majority of her body mass <laughs> like i'm surprised she doesn't just There's like a tip lot of, over like, bug actresses i'm gonna make like um a dossier of bug actresses okay this would be um, so horrible <laughs> if i were saying yeah, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to. You can't, you're not you allowed. Can't talk about women. Okay, my like other thing about bugs. My other thing about the retreat is that 
we at our retreat we did have people write us letters about like how much they love us but they did not read them out loud yeah like, that's psycho that's everybody psycho, gets psycho. them in a psycho. packet you like tell your parents and your family that you're going on a retreat and you can write them for your friends too and then everyone gets them in a packet and you all read them at like 9 30 at night and you all cry and there's yeah. like a meltdown and like talking and it ends late at night it was actually like probably the the good part of the retreat is like like i made peace with someone i like kind of bullied in fifth grade <laughs> whoa not bullied but jane you know this i like had a falling out with a friend where like i may have been responsible for exiling someone from a friend group in the fifth grade and we like sort of made peace over this and like it was you know when you're when you're like a teen you like writing a letter is like easier than talking about your feelings i will say um, breakdowns is triggering just a lot of memories for me of <laughs> we would go on choir tour, which is where yeah. we would take this play and then go perform Same it thing. in in the USA. Um, and if you're lucky, you got to go to Europe. Never got to go to Europe. Um, and there would always be at one point, I would find myself just like sobbing. <laughs> and it's because you're tired. It's because it's like day five of eating sugar and sleeping in hotel rooms next to your best friend. And then you cry because you are exhausted. But it feels really like a good release. I know, you know, now that you're saying this, they definitely did it like the night, like the, the second to last night or something like that. And you're tired as fuck and you've been like trying to stay awake while praying for like oh, a no. long time. <laughs> I did know a cool girl who um, snuck out and tried to like find cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it crazy? Like I want to go to this retreat or I want to be a teen who went, who's going to go to I this think retreat? You- <laughs> I think you just like to be in the outdoors and like going on like a group trip. <laughs> it sounds... It sounds like heaven. You don't sure. have to do anything. Like yeah. they must. Yes, have I think that's part of it. So much free time. Like we don't really see her. I mean, we don't see her just like sitting in the grass, which they yeah. have to do some of, or maybe like play kickball at the worst. You just you pray a lot. You yeah. Like, like speaking from my experience with retreats, there's a lot of fucking praying. I'm surprised they didn't show that where you're just like all kneeling in a room and it's like so quiet and you're like, damn, I'm bored. Nina um, knows how to kneel. I did. I remember damn. like the the can. The, the scene where you have to say where Christ felt far away or whatever, I would have crushed that as a kid whose parent died. Like, I cannot relate oh. at all to Alice when she's like, I can't think of anything. I like, I, I was like, obviously, I know what to say. Yeah, well, it's like, slam fucking dunk. I'm going to have him Honestly, in stitches. You're going to get that hug from Chris. I'm going to get a Chris hug. Come here, Chris. With, with the hairy arms. Do we think that's his, that's not his hair, right? It looked weird. It looked, I wonder if it, they added some to it for the for because it's supposed to be a little over the top i agree like i think he has some but not like that okay let's go to the end okay on the last day of retreat alice befriends a socially awkward classmate i don't know their name while father murphy blames (laughs) wade for the tossing salad chat laura apologizes to alice and says wade is gay at a sharing session (laughs) alice reminds the retreat attendees that everyone is hiding stuff and says they should treat each other with honesty and respect as jesus wanted back at school alice reassures chris who is scared of her that they can just be friends during a confession with Father Murphy, Alice says she saw a video of people having sex, implying that she caught him jaying off. Father Murphy, Murphy assigns her penance, but Alice goes home to masturbate to Titanic. Yay, Alice! Okay, yeah. I have two questions. The first is, what is a movie sex scene pre-2015 that reliably could or still can get you hot and bothered? Oh my god, that's so specific. Or like just from the 2000s rather than like, you know... No. I can share that I've never seen the movie Basic Instincts, but but I have seen the sex scene from that movie and I've like shared Hell it yeah. with friends. And it's like very I haven't seen it. Graphic. 
So who's in it? Sharon Stone and a famous okay, male okay. actor. I'm like movie illiterate, but I want to say like probably a, I don't even know if there are sex scenes in it, but I'm certain they're like in American Pie probably, you know, just like one of That's those. That's interesting because like I feel like a comedy doesn't make me feel horny. Wait, is that true? But like Wait. I guess if there are naked boobs. There's boobs. Yeah, there's boobs. But like do, do you feel you're like ha 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 laughing laughing and then you're like ooh, I'm turned on. Like is that... <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's kind of like I'm watching the movie and, I, you know, I'm kind of like I'm writing notes down and then I'm like, ha ha ha, funny, funny. And then it occurs to me <laughs> that I'm turned on. And it's, it's it's a lot like that. He circles turned on I on sure, his, I have a, his little worksheet <laughs> that he's carrying I have him. a little sheet I printed out. Jane, I may have to ask you to send me that uh, scene. Um, I my I have a basic answer, which is like atonement, like the scene in the library. Oh, sh- um, shit. I don't like think Kira I've Knightley and what's that. his name. It's good. It's also like. A, they're having sex like kind of on a library ladder sort of wow. so you, i think you would like would it, i think you would disapprove actually oh, <laughs> why Misused. because why because of the public library being abused it's a private library though right <laughs> yeah no because I you don't like hard, hard mode hard mode first time people are having sex for the first time oh. and it's on hard mode. but are they adults they're adults, but I think it's their like first time, or maybe not. Oh, but it's their okay, first time wait, with wait. each other. But okay. it's their first time with each other. Interesting. Yeah. I'll yeah. have to check that out. Very horny. I just want to say one one thing I really appreciate about appreciate about this movie is Appreci- that they sorty <laughs> they managed to address <laughs> sexism and homophobia in a way that feels like super realistic and not like um I don't know the word I'm thinking of. I always say like checklisty when we're talking about these other woke movies. Like, yeah, she's clearly treated differently because yeah. she's a woman, like, yeah. or a girl in this case. Um, Wade has been accused of the tossing salad thing too, but, but, but no one cares that he did it, and he still has a girlfriend. Like, and he seems almost like yeah, they care because that of he's it. gay. Yeah, and then at the end when they discover this sort of adds to our belief that maybe they didn't know what tossing salad means. Um, When they kind of think that he cares about tossing salad, they're like, oh, he's gay. And obviously in the 2000s in a Catholic atmosphere, that, that would be an issue and it probably still is an issue. So I like that they were, they were able to kind of like weave that in, in a very authentic way. The other thing is uh, right before he, or no, right after he gives his like speech where he confesses at the end of Kirko's, you see the priest like supportively like grab his arm forcefully. I mean, his shoulder. Mm. To me, when he grabbed his shoulder, it was kind of like it was like you're gonna get through this, kid, and we're gonna like yeah. we're gonna support you. But then, meanwhile, for like for Alice, it's like anything with your. Are you sure there's not any turned on with your classmate Wade? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, and I, and they obviously all think she's the um perpetrator um which is crazy it just like sucks i think like you know obviously like i i don't really i'm not a practicing i'm like a once-year catholic now but i i people always forget the other biggest thing about catholicism is like the forgive is like the forgiveness and confession part and like confession is supposed to relieve you so that you can also work on being better while forgiving um yourself um but i i do think like i agree with you jane like they made it really organic in terms of like wrapping that all up with like obviously people are treated differently and also people are just like mean to each other at this school it seems like her friend is mean um her friend is such a hypocrite and also she's sort of a young anya taylor joy type 
It's kind of creepy to see like that a lot of the teen actresses now look like current hot actresses. I don't know. I think that this actress is like 27. Oh, never mind. But I think she's like very pretty. Um, One last comment or actually a question. Wade has a little confession he does. And I'm curious if we're like giving him the benefit of the doubt that he is confessing to not being a better person when it came to this issue or if he's just confessing to get father off his back i thought it was the latter okay we don't like wade yeah i think like he i think he also i thought they were gonna have a reveal where like she was with him alone in the room because he like cried about or something i don't know <laughs> oh. like that would be better like oh i was alone with you in that room because like you had a breakdown because like yeah. your, something bad happened to you or something like that i see um my other question was have you ever scared anyone with your horniness or forwardness while kissing no like chris i'm extremely (laughs) backward yeah i don't i am trying to like i tend to be the the initiator but i don't think it's ever been scary i don't think it's ever been scary (laughs) that's how the magic happened or just surprise that's how the magic happened um i was gonna say i think i told this story on the pod jane but um when I was in high school with my first boyfriend, we went to a movie and we made out at the movie theater, wasting our money for the movie ticket. Um, but I, I, um, I initiated um, kissing boy's neck and he got really freaked out and also, I think, jizz in his pants. That's so exciting. Yeah. That's and then he so was like, Wait, thrilling. I got, he was like, wait, I gotta go. And I, I like didn't understand. Like, I didn't know someone could just like, that could happen to someone just from like something exciting and surprising happen. So I was like, wait, why does he have to go to the bathroom? I'm confused. <laughs> I can't believe he creamed his jeans. What movie? Honestly, I don't remember. We wasted, this is like really upsetting, but we wasted a lot of money going to movie theaters to make out. No, it's not upsetting. That's the price <sighs> of admission. But I will say, yeah, I will say, I think movies used to be like more on the order of like $10, like when yeah. I was in high school. Weren't they? Weren't movies cheaper? Or am I yes. stupid? No, absolutely. Why were? Why is it so different now? Inflation. The war in China. Wait. It's the war in China. <laughs> I'm. Just, I. I don't. I don't know any. I'm so dumb. Um. I really like that the movie ends with Mandy Moore, and I immediately Same. started playing. Like I only know maybe five Mandy Moore songs, but this was one of them. I love that song. Candy. It's yeah. so. It's so good and it's so perfect. I did have a question about like Alice's trajectory and what do you think about her kind of serving Father Murphy? Do we like this? I was just going to say if someone, I don't think I would remember the video I was watching. (laughs) I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying in that she says like the car has graffiti on it where I would be like, those people are having sex. Like I don't see any graffiti. (laughs) Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and I thought she could have almost made it more obvious. She could have been like, I saw somebody watching porn. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think it's like kind of cute and there's sort of an understanding between them where he's like, okay, you won't say anything and I won't. Um, But I also think that like it almost was like too easy for me to like be like, okay, of course the priest is also jacking off. You know what Mm. I mean? Like because they did it right after the – um. The popular girl. So I was like, they should have just done one of them. Why both of them? Yeah. I feel like the Why point are both agree. of them hypocrites? I think the point is to show that we're we all have Yeah, like even when desire. you're an adult. Yeah, but they should have done um the mean teacher. The pregnant lady. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what were you gonna say about her like kinda um owning him in the end? I guess I'm I'm always interested when protagonists do something kind of devious and like arguably a little bit <laughs> cruel saucy yes yes in this case she was being saucy not dry 
But ultimately, I just really like it, and I I like that we see her kind of bounce bounce off to home to go masturbate, <laughs> and like I I feel like she I, I feel like she learned what she needed to learn on this retreat, and I don't know I I just I really love this movie. I'll answer the question ahead of time. I love it, and it's very I found it very moving, and like it's such a small thing but it's treated very kindly yeah i do think the the director and the writer is very like thoughtful about how the how they're approaching it i was gonna ask if this is not as thoughtful um i was gonna ask if you would ever um dry dry humped household items yeah yeah i never had to resort to like a broom handle i feel (laughs) broom handle is harsh like that's that's coming on too strong lazy boy so cylindrical Oh, like the arm? Yeah. Okay. Stuffed but couldn't animal. it just be a regular couch? Or My couch had like wooden arms. Oh, okay. <laughs> if it's a stuffed animal though, then like, do you feel bad because yeah. it's like your friend? Okay. <laughs> that, yeah. That's a whole part of okay. it though. You know. Well, what I was going to say is like, why not just normal pillow? Like, why all these fun items? Well, the, the, the broom was just like there. You know what I mean? That was a... <laughs> That was an object of convenience. With the Lazy Boy, it's got, you know, the frame under the pillow, and you want that oomph. Sturdiness. Yeah. That's true. There's some texture specificity there. I do also, like, there's a scene in, like, the pilot of Mad Men where Betty Draper, like, leans against the washing machine, and she's so, like, bored that just leaning against the washing machine makes her horny. And I remember, like, watching that for the first time and, like, testing out my washing machine and being like, (laughs) Is this fun? And ultimately, I was like, no, because you're not like you're not like straddling the washing machine. That's such she a thing. She was just so horned up. I think that's a thing they reference in, Scrubs. in and that's yes, and in that '70s show, and it makes me wonder if um, washing machines were like worse <laughs> twenty years ago, <laughs> and they were just like more off balance. So you were like, whoa! And now that like the technology has gone too far. Or if they had a little like arm, yeah, that you could sit on a little dick. Like a little cock attached to it. Cock and nuts hanging off. Okay, should we should we move on? Yeah, or move on. Should we wrap up? Yes. <laughs> okay, we've come to the end. We're gonna answer three questions. Well, you can go first. Okay, you can answer. The first is: Is this movie good or bad? This movie is good. It's great. I also think this movie is good, um, and I also think it's great that it is on the shorter side. Yeah, hundred and seven. Wait, one hour and seventeen minutes. Sorry. <laughs> also, so much shit happens. Like now that I'm looking back, it's like, super so fast paced, and it's super funny. Even when they're even when they're dealing with like, you know, slightly heavier topics, they quickly have a joke that pops up, and nothing feels like manic. Like it's yeah. so yeah, it's so well. It's at one. It's for some reason it makes you feel like kind of peaceful with how it's paced too. And even though it's short, you get that claustrophobic feeling. Like you get very immersed in the world without that for long sure. of world building. Okay, second question. Do you like this movie? Jane already spoiled. Yes. This yeah. movie is very funny. <laughs> Walt is like frowning. Well, I, did, I, thought, I thought I just answered that question. No, they're I'm different sorry. questions. No, I, I, they're yeah, different. Right. This, we have with us a non-listener of the podcast. <laughs> I listen to half the podcast every week <laughs> uh, as me. Jane records it. But this movie is hilarious, too, when the dad says you're not that wet. Like, that's the funniest thing oh, I've ever Oh, at the beginning, yeah, at the I beginning. That. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. I really love that. Yeah, the beginning is so strong. Um, 
I was going to say I liked it less than I thought I would, mm. but it's just because I couldn't get out of my head of being like, I feel like these are Protestant vibes. I'm sure Catholic it's vibes. super different for people who are coming from this experience than people who are yeah. not. People should write in if they have any opinion on this. It's also, yeah, I liked it enough to be like, I think people should watch this, but I think like if other people who went to my school watched this, they'd be like, that's not the same, like, you know, but anyway um third question what type of teen is this movie for i mean i initially was thinking this is really great genuinely for catholic teens but now i'm wondering because of your answer if they would sort mm. of be critical of it not reflecting maybe their younger experience maybe like younger catholic teens mm. as like a cautionary thing to be like go ahead masturbate I was going to say older Catholic teens who have Ooh. like gotten past this and would watch and be like, damn, I wish I had seen this when I was a younger Catholic teen. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I also think it's for like lib teens yeah. who like have parent have parents that are like, see, this is why like religion is bad. You know, like, I don't know. I think it's for libs too to feel like I would never do that to a kid when like <laughs> we all probably fuck, fuck up kids in different ways. Um, okay. Uh, Walt, what are you watching these days? That's not this. Um, I have been watching barbecue YouTube. Grilling. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been watching uh, a lot of people like talk about you know minuscule differences and how to like finish cooking a brisket, and it's all BS. And you have to invest like three thousand dollars in infrastructure to be able to have this hobby. But I, I think it's like it makes me Soothing. turn off my brain. <laughs> Yeah, it's like my makeup tutorials. Jane, how about you? Well, I watched all of The Tourist with Walter, and I loved it so much. It was incredible. Um, can't recommend it enough. In love with the main guy. Sorry, Walter. Stop! And I also watched Catherine Cohen's um, comedy show on Netflix, which I really loved. Oh, cool. It was so fun. I've been watching... Oh, last night I sort of accidentally ended up watching the entirety of the new Space Jam movie with LeBron James. Cool. What? <laughs> By LeBron James. I put on like part of it because I was like, I just need something mindless to put on while I like, while we're like cleaning up or something or while I was cooking, I think. And then we ended up just watching it being like, what the hell? It's not good. It, if you want to like, just be like, haha, that's LeBron James. Watch like the first like 15 minutes. And then the minute it's like CGI, it's like nothing is good. So like, no need to watch but it is kind of funny for like 10 minutes hmm. that it's lebron james and it's also you know it's weird he has like a fake he has like two fake sons and like a fake wife who's like young and hot hell yeah and i was like nate if you become famous and there's a biopic about you can i still be like the wife if you're in it like isn't that weird that's that very weird? weird i get what you're saying that's extremely weird can i just add one more comment about the tourist um <laughs> it is Actually, I have a few comments. This is not a spoiler. At the beginning, so the tourist was about a guy who has amnesia. And I was like, we were trying to guess his name. Or I was trying to guess his name. And I was like, I think his name is Jamie. <laughs> guess what? The actor who plays him is named Jamie. Which means one of two oh. things. He's the guy from Fifty Shades of Grey. So either one, oh, yeah, yeah. I knew this guy's name was Jamie and I forgot. <laughs> or two, this guy looks like a Jamie. And he is does. named Jamie. He does. Which is inc Which is very exciting. Two, I did have the experience of like thinking someone was attractive and then him doing something violent and me being like, yeah, which is always like upsetting when that happens to you. Right back in youth choir. Um, I mean, that's basically how I feel when I watch The Witcher because Henry Cavill is in it and the 
he like does all his stunts which like i was told is actually very annoying like if an actor comes in and is like i want to do all my stunts like they're like oh like that's so fucking annoying which i yeah i can imagine walt would you like to plug anything at this time uh i want to plug jane's uh blog which is called no meats on potatoes <gasps> it's a great website Lots of good vegetarian recipes. You can also keep up with Jane on it. And you can learn about Jane's authoristic endeavors. More to come soon. That is so nice for you to say, especially because Wait, I, you can learn about it on the blog? I have my other writing up there. I haven't written a blog post in okay. months, so Walter is a true, I don't What's know, the you URL? true fan, true supporter. www.nomeatsomepotatoes.com I'd like to give just a quick quick note of advice for any people getting into writing um don't start a vegetarian blog just start a normal blog that has your name as the website okay that's all i gotta say walter thank you for being on this episode with us thanks for having me thank you walter i'm glad that we got to talk about humping household items and stuff like that just any other night (laughs) (laughs) jane do you want to say what the upcoming movie is we have a very special event coming up <gasps> starting with all i'll say is starting with what a girl wants <sighs> oh so you're not gonna okay okay we'll say <laughs> we'll say what it is when we're at the event okay <laughs> but it's exciting promise and it'll start with what a girl wants <laughs> that was under the bleachers our podcast about tea content we would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts don't forget to read and leave a review. Oh my god, what's happening to me? And please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at, at @bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support. Please, if you're an American Catholic school teen, say if I'm right or if the movie's right, um, at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under the bleachers!